Hello, welcome to Social Work Made Accessible. I'm Dominic. I'm Rachel. Join us in this podcast where we have conversations exploring our profession, the practice, and people's perspectives. Welcome back to today's episode. It's just the two of us this time because for many, many episodes, we've had guests, right? Yeah, and I think today's topic will be an interesting one to just have a conversation between you and I, right? Yeah, I think that's a good point to make that like, you know, this is a conversation. I think even while preparing for this podcast, we had um, quite a back and forth about how we wanted to explore this topic. Yeah, and I think it's not an easy topic. Uh, We want to try our best to be objective and helpful to the conversation um, without, you know, bring unnecessary uh, discomfort to anyone, be it ourselves as the one sharing this opinion or like pe- our listeners hearing or even people who are just bystanding to the conversation. This also reminds me very much about our own principle that we, which is like being constructive to the conversation, right? Yeah, so you know, mm-hmm. uh, with that long disclaimer out of the way, Rachel, maybe you can introduce us to the topic today. Okay, so I think we don't really have a title yet, but I think we're going along the lines of like how social work is presented in the media today. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is not new. Okay, maybe perhaps we don't even really talk about this in social work so much because a lot of our practice is more about our clinical skills, um, assessments, our our ability to maybe even work with systems. But yeah. what about like the whole online space, right? This uh, podcast itself exists on that online space. Mm. Yeah. So I think we are, it's kind of like the new frontier. We want to explore today, how does social work present in that space? Mm. Why we're doing this episode is because we recognize that, you know, the online um, space is a new reality of how the public perceives and, and can understand our profession. Who exactly portray social workers. Uh, And I think in the past few months, we've actually seen a few um, videos posted on social media that depict social workers in a particular way. Mm. Uh, And many social workers have responded. And so we're going to talk a bit about how we feel about some of the videos that have been posted. Mm. What are some other alternatives that are out there? And what what can our possible response be? Mm. Yeah. Do you think there's anything else we'll be talking about, Dominic? No, I think you framed it well. I mean, anyway, this is a conversation. If we ever need to segue into a different point, we can always just do that. Mm, okay. So I think maybe as we are talking about this, uh, I'll also share a bit of background as to how these ideas kind of came to came to mind as Dominic and I were going back and forth about how we wanted to approach the topic. Mm. Yeah, so um, I think... I mean, we all know that there has been some videos shared, but I think um, even looking back from that, this past year, we really had a lot of uh, online presence of like social workers being featured, uh, be it through videos or um, articles. Yeah, so if you just do a quick YouTube search that Dominic did and subsequently send me a screenshot of, if you just search the keywords (laughs) social work in Singapore on, on YouTube, you actually find that there's about maybe five to six videos in the past one to one and a f- 1.5 years that have mm. been posted about social work. Yeah, so it's really quite a range of places. Um, maybe, Dominic, because, I mean, you were the one who first... Actually, what led you to search for those words? Uh? <laughs> Just <curious. laughs> We always tend to try our best to do some form of like landscape scan, right? Before we talk about the conversation rather than responding just specifically to like one. So I thought it would be great to see how maybe in the past four to five years, what were some of the media portrayals like? And were there some form of like evolution or actually for myself, like are there some that I 
I feel that I agree more with and there are those that I feel like hey, uh, there's some form of like tension. I see. Before before you did that so-called quick search, right? Had you already watched the videos, like most of the videos before? Like which were the ones that you had seen? Actually, the one that I've seen was about the four years ago, which was done by the Social Service Institute where they were talking about, I think at the point of time, they were launching their professional conversion program. So they featured social workers mm. who went through that. Um, mm. So that, those were my first memories of it. And then I didn't search for it anymore until the recent mm. uh, search of like different kinds of portrayals of social workers. And then there was some form of like, okay, like responses. And I was like, okay, I think I, I can go and see. Then it picked my curiosity. I yeah. see. For myself, like I actually saw the Our Grandfather Story one and the WSG one mm. and I think it's the mothership one also mm-hmm. prior to all of this so I mean I've seen it when like it first came out yeah yeah so I think I guess it also shows that you know it's really de- depends on what our uh, our YouTube algorithm is or what our friends like share on on Instagram also right like I've, yeah. I have a friend if I have a friend who works in Singapore Children's Society then I would be privy to the fact you know if she shares that kind of thing yeah you know yeah. right even at this point of time I would like to like mm. pause because I was just thinking about this. We don't have to go into this, but we can we can revisit the question. But you know the whole notion of sharing a video, there mm. must be something within the video that kind of either resonated with you. Makes or it of, worth it. Uh, yeah, take either you makes off. it worth. Yeah, or or take you off exactly. And sometimes I wonder whether like when I share stuff as well, or when I respond to stuff, I also start thinking to myself, actually, what is this tension about? Uh, yeah, but mm. it's just my own personal thoughts because. Yeah. Mm, that's a good point, right? That says a lot about not story writing, but maybe even like storyboarding, like how people plan a video, like what they're mm. trying to communicate through the video. Yeah. Yeah. Which is maybe something that we are not too familiar with because that's not our main, um, our, I mean, our main profession, but yet mm. in a very visceral way. Is it the right word? Yeah. Visceral. Mm. Relating to a deep inward feeling rather than to the intellect. Mm, yeah. We okay. have a very visceral reaction to... Uh, the video it either resonates with us or we look at it with some sort of like hmm this is a bit weird like yeah. I, it doesn't really sit too well with me so maybe let's talk about the evolution so what were some of the things that you saw through the video that you felt resonated with you yeah okay I think I can respond to the question in like two levels I think first level is like what was our evolution like uh, I think mm. interestingly the observation that I've made is actually something you've kind of mentioned which is initially it was very much more uh, from professional bodies, like for example, um, Social Service Institute or for short SSI. Uh, and then recently, in the past two to three years, it's very much more about, maybe more from the community or mainstream, uh, I mean, I would term it as mainstream media. Like, that's more familiar yeah. to to perhaps the the younger generation. Uh, like like mm. you mentioned, like our grandfather's story, mothership. Sorry, you wanted to say something? Uh, I was going to say like maybe these mainstream Okay, because like, I mean, mainstream can also be newspaper, right? But I guess <laughs> like our grandfather story and mothership have something like slightly more distinct, which is like that video platform mm. and how people, not that they just share it, but they also appear on our feed. Not necessarily because someone shares it, but because it just, you know, like on Facebook, yeah. it will just appear as like an ad. Yeah, but you, you still see it or it's like recommended to you on, mm. on, you, on your YouTube based on your algorithm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think for myself as well, then like you were asking us, so which were the ones that I resonated more with? I actually really like the uh, Our Grandfather's Story, the one that f- uh, featured a circle of care. Yeah. So I think that one resonated more with me because the voices were a little bit more organic. So 
it was very much more like a documentary kind of per, uh, perspective. And and it, it kind of showed a little bit more about the reality of the day-to-day that social workers engage with. Not so much like an over-glorified or even some form of like over-exaggeration of it. Uh, and I think that the person within who was communicating about like what she does on a day-to-day basis summarized it very, very well. I thought she was quite personable also, right? Because it kind of showed like the relationship between the client and the worker. Yeah, yeah. So I think those are the points, right? Where like we we as social workers know, eh, that's it's not necessarily a technique, but there's some form of response that is is mm. quite innate to a social worker, uh, whereby mm. uh she's talk- she's actually using some form of like empowerment mm. and undergirding but, of empowerment. Like when, when she says that part about no la no la, it's not me, it's the family at home. You guys are the ones who who is uh doing all of the hard work. Yeah, and and frankly, I think that is it's not that it's not that we we don't mean it, right? It's something mm. we really mean. But in essence, that is kind of highlighting the strengths within our uh, the families we work with and showing mm. them that hey, you have, and we're concretizing for them in some ways. We're anchoring for them that hey, you have this capacity for for change, and you mm. have enacted on that capacity of change. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but I think the question is, do people like look at it that way as well? Because mm. we can't we can't see it from any other lens. Because now we're social workers, we're kind of tainted. <laughs> mm. But I, one thing I was thinking about is actually how does the public respond to to this kind of like videos? Yeah. Mm. How about you? Do you have do you have any that like particularly stood out? To you? I think what works best is when um the social worker is just directly talking about the profession themselves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like a script. I mean, maybe there's a script. As in maybe there's a. Uh, a few lines or particular message they want to send out but it's not mm. like a script written by someone else and then communicated by someone else who's not a social worker mm. yeah I think it it works best when it comes from them and I think when they have the experience of working and when they are able to find the right words and communicate it with passion um, I think it really comes through uh, in the way that they they share about the profession lah. yeah yeah and I, yeah I also agree with your point about like the importance of educating the public on our clients' strengths. Yeah, to show that we are, I mean, not that we so-called like rescue our clients or anything like that, because mm. we know that we can't do that, but we are just helping our clients to leverage on their strengths, right? Like mm. to draw mm. it out, help them to move ahead. Are there any other strengths that you saw or like anything that you like you felt was very helpful uh, in the videos if you were, let's say, a common person watching? But okay, that's the, that's the thing, right? Mm. Maybe we are hypersensitive because we know this is about our profession and we know what our profession is about. But yeah, I also yeah. wonder, like, how does the public even see things so uh, clear-cut, you know? Or is it... Because I was just looking at the the MSF video and I was looking at the comments. Yeah, I, I did that too. Yeah, the comments were pretty, like... I mean, they were not negative. It was just, like, they were... Like, one of the comments... This type of ad is an ad I will never skip. <laughs> if only they made more of these. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to actually take some time and then let us examine our own responses to the video? Uh, and see, since compare and possibly hypothesize what's the difference between us as social workers versus um, them in some ways as the public. Okay, so I guess now we're, we're going straight to like our reaction. Yeah, I think the first one was sometime in Jan uh, where the MSF cares like posted uh, a video because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Okay, but it doesn't say it's about social work, right? It's just honouring our social service professionals. Yeah. Yeah, it has a lot of views. It was like half a million views, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And it says, I love this ad. 
I always skip these ads, but this caught my attention. We never know what people go through. Mm, okay. Especially came to YouTube to find this after seeing it in my ads. Mm. Yeah, so there's something that you were bringing up just now, right? Like the whole Elgo thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess it's interesting. Um, oh yeah, okay, maybe let's talk about our specific reaction to this first video. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, okay. I-, I think I can go first. So the first question sure. that I-, I-, I thought to myself after I went through this video is... Asking the question, does this really happen in real life? Mm-hmm. And my answer is yes, this does. Yeah, mm-hmm. this actually does happen. It's you're not talking, an over. You're, you're talking about the context of the client's life, or are you yes. talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah okay. so so I mean, we saw them go through. Uh, at least for the for the clients, right? It was very much more about um financial. Then afterward, mm. it was uh, a mental there because there was suicide risk, and then afterward, it escalated into some form of family violence, and then some form of resolution, uh, mm. or, or crisis management, lah. Right. Mm. And, and and I think that is, is true. It, it, this is something that we as social workers go through, hopefully lesser not better. Not very frequently. Yeah. yeah, hopefully not very frequently. But it's not answer isn't it's not unsurprising if it were to happen, but it doesn't happen on a regular basis. Like it's not like every single day, like you're running out of the house, then I don't have time to eat my food, kind of thing, right? Like it's totally a possibility. Yeah. So I okay, so that's my first response. The next response that I, I had was actually this is not the, so, the portrayal of the social worker is not very realistic. I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily respond like that. Yeah, I, I guess that was some of the responses that people had, right? Like, or some of the responses we've heard, is it? Yeah, like, mm, okay. like how can the person just call, then like, hey, do you have job lobang, that kind of thing. Like, I mean, I've never done that. Like, I don't know who. who um, yeah, so I guess there's a lot of, it's not, Okay, I mean, fairly, it's a three minute, 51 second video, yeah. right? They're trying to communicate a lot of things in that video. So that's the question. Can all of our work be communicated within three minutes and 51 seconds? My answer is no. <laughs> yeah, so possibly not. Yeah, and I also feel whether or not it's fair for a worker to have to do all of that mm. by herself. Because I feel like it's a very garang depiction of a worker. Mm, like she yes, never like yes. talk to anyone, never consult anyone, never inform anyone. <laughs> that like, doesn't Whoa. make for good content. <laughs> yeah, just like, well, I'm going in. But then in reality, a lot of the time it's like, okay, you have the phone conversation. Okay, you like let your supervisor know. And then yeah. like, okay, this is my plan. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go and do it. And after that, come back, report back, recalibrate. Yeah. And I guess another part also is about, okay, I do believe that like, clients do have gratitude towards their workers. Mm. Yeah, but I think it's also like how exactly uh, like the dynamic, I think the power relationship, mm. not that there was a lot, not that the social service professional had a lot of power over the client, but mm. I guess it's also how the client is portrayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Desperation kind of portrayal, which yeah. may at times occur. We need to care. I mean, unfortunately, we have to caveat that it's a possibility. There are yeah, possibilities, yeah. but that is also not something that we want to like entrap our clients in. Yeah, because I wanted to pick up on your point about like desperation, right? Mm. I just think to myself, okay, as a person who maybe conceptualized the video, uh, is how how do I even um like will it make for good content? If frankly, the ones that I encounter more is that my clients are a lot more frustrated. Right, they are frustrated with the with, system. Yeah, and like not understanding why. Because that's often the case, right? I reject something, but I do not give you the reason why. And even if I give mm. you a reason why, it's on the basis of the eligibility criteria, which mm. we know go, goes beyond um face value. La. Yeah. Mm. And 
And, and I think that usually is the case, but you're right. I think there are times when we do see clients in, in need as such as yeah. this and they will respond in, in desperation. Yeah, so I guess that's also the question, right? Like, what makes good content? And is it fair to make content out of our clients' lives or so? Yes. I mean, in that sense, like, to what degree do you add dramatic effect to something, mm. you know? Yeah, because mm. these are people's realities. Not like it's not like a movie script. I mean, if it was something inspired or based on a movie script, and that's a whole other thing. Like it's about that person's life story. But then I, I guess it's like trying to balance between like what is respectful to our clients, what's respectful to our profession, mm. and what mm. also captures people's um uh attention. Right. I mean, yeah. clearly this this MSF cares video really captured people's hearts. Like people, yes. like someone else's. This hits hard. Uh, I nearly cried because this is so depressing. The girl just wanted a normal life with nothing bad. Clearly, this video resonated with people, even though for perhaps 70% of like the helping professionals that watched it are like, oh my gosh, this is too much. Yeah, so I think that's the question that I will also want to bring up, uh, which is, do you feel like you were honoured through this video, being a social service professional? Not, not particularly. Same as me. But I guess it does it seems like it does bring some sort of attention to the profession that people mm. would take the effort to post things. Okay, and most of the comments are not really about the profession. Uh, it's actually mostly about the relationship between the father and... Hmm. Yeah, but frankly, if you were, if someone were to ask me, so what's the alternative? I really do not know. And I and I think it's it's a lot of hard work to think about how do you conceptualize a video. Something well, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe let's talk about this another video that um was posted more a bit more recently, which is mm. the one in collaboration with uh SGAC and Social Service Tribe, right? Maybe you can just do a general overview of it. Yeah, just a general summary. So I think you said okay, you just fill me in if I got it wrong, okay? Sure. So I think uh it's a guy who's a social worker and he's on a date with this girl who's like extremely social media savvy mm. this is some sort of age gap I don't know <laughs> like I did not gap. notice that or like some sort of like pop culture gap like okay okay like yeah, guy, yeah 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 like very disconnected from the secular world kind of thing is it yeah 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 like he's like he's just living in his work bubble and then she's like in this like super like social media like I don't know, TikTok, like viral <laughs> wall. Yeah, yeah, so I think that was the two contrasting images that they had. And then they were out on a date, I think. Mm. Was it a date? Yeah. So I think they met through some kind of dating app. And I yeah. think he was kind of, he was trying to share about his work as a social worker. But I think because she didn't know what social work was. So there were lots of points of like clashes uh, when he was saying certain things about the about his work. And then she misinterpreted or didn't misinterpret or thought that it was something else related to like social media la. yeah right and I think how, how would you say they depicted uh, the social worker in that video okay so I think I'm going to be out right here and say that you know I, I think that was a, a narrative that was created meaning mm-hmm. that, that that I think the term that was thrown around was caricature frankly that was not my first thought when I read when I saw the video um, and, but yet at the same time I understand why people can see it that way did I feel mm. offended by it no did I feel that they represented social workers rightly? No. Uh, being a, a dude myself, right? Like, I'm just thinking to myself, okay, la, not all of us are like that. 
And but wait, wait, what is like that though? For them, they depicted him as though this, like, it was this, like you say, very disconnected from like the secular world. Very much more just obsessed with helping his 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 clients, and you know about very passionate about advocating for his profession, uh, mm. and saying that oh, it's always from the heart. Oh, I'm helping people always from the heart. That is kind that, of thing. Is that what he said? I don't uh, know. No lah. I mean, that's the feeling oh, okay. that I get like You know, with the music oh, okay. coming in, uh, at the same time with the the the, the way he phrases language. I mean, it's it's deleted now, so I don't really know mm. how to to verbatim quote it lah. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So frankly, that was not my response. I, I what about you? To be very honest, like. I okay, I wasn't offended. Yeah. I wasn't offended at all. In fact, in some ways, I thought to myself, like, maybe some parts of me are in this guy. Like if I'm on a date <laughs> with some person, like when I like that if I were to meet on an app. Mm. Yeah, like I mean, naturally, like if it's a context, okay, I mean, this is a, a story, right? If it's in the yeah. context of two people meeting up for the first time, there might be like awkward moments. I mean, it's two people from they are not friends. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a possibility. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't help but feel like maybe I sound a bit like that. Maybe, okay, I think I don't sound like that in terms of tone, but maybe in terms of like trying to explain what social work is about. Mm. I think I would I would put like quite a lot of effort into doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the one thing that I have to say, and I think that that might be a pretty good way to, to just transit into our next point, right? Is that, you're right. The one thing that I also felt the same way as you said, wow, I, I, that's the tension that I felt. Like they are mm. not representing social work, uh, in the in the manner that I would want it to. Mm. And I think most of the the responses, like why there was such a response, is because there's some form of misrepresentation happening. Mm. Uh, and and I felt the need to, in some ways, actually use our our channel right to at least share how I would convey to others about what social work is. Uh, mm. And I felt like I needed to do that because I felt that there was some form of misrepresentation. Mm. Yeah. But that is also, I'm also wondering like, you know, okay, I mean, I know it's a clip. Mm. So, okay, so there's two parts, right? One is that this is a video mm. and then the other part is like in real life, right? So we're talking about in real life, how will we represent the profession? And then at the same time, like this is a video, they need to think about things for like comedic effect, yeah. virality, clickability, share, yeah. sharing, and things like that. Yeah, so I think in this case, perhaps it's where they were trying to use comedy or like like what you said, like using a caricature, but it didn't, um, it didn't sit well. So the response to the video mm. is in itself a narrative that is created and it took and it got traction because not necessarily, like, like someone might look at that and take uh, issue with the words that were being used, not necessarily the caricature of the, the social mm. worker. But mm. this time round, um, what people responded very much more to is a caricature. Mm. And I, myself, is I'm skeptical whether people even thought about the additional angles that they they are that they might find some form of tension with. Was it's it like because the, the the comedic effect and things like that? Or yeah. what do you mean? Mm. Yeah, oh, um, okay, so let me try what and share like other it. angles, yeah. So for example, like I said, uh I found that what the tension that arose within me is not so much the caricature. Mm. I can understand that from such a, a platform, there needs to be some form of comedic effect. I get it. Mm. Right? I can kind of like, uh, just like, like joke about it and be comedic about it. Yeah. But the part that I didn't, I didn't agree with is the words that were used mm-hmm. uh, in, in trying to explain our profession. Mm. But the general response were very much more on the basis of the caricature. Yeah. So I think that's something that I 
as in when my friends were telling like talking about it like on, on the whatsapp groups and stuff yeah. it was more of like why they go and make social worker so uncool uh, okay. why, why they why he's so socially awkward yeah like yeah. that kind of thing yeah so to me it feels like they are more worried about like a representation of who they are in their personal capacity mm. rather than so much not so much about like the social profession itself mm. yeah so so to me like that's kind of missing the mark right like okay yeah maybe they didn't do a very good job mm. in the comedic effect and all these kind of things but then like you're not really like to me that like it's not really capturing the the essence of the problem like what's problematic yeah 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 uh, so i guess mm. i guess it's also something to ask like why are we so offended by this video like if you were offended by the video or if you had a reaction to the video you know like why why didn't we why are we sharing this video and not sharing all of the other good videos like the our grandfather story uh once and, and like yeah why, why are we not sharing those if those yeah. are good things and then you're sharing the negative things that yeah to me it's it's a bit tragic yeah which is which is exactly what we said right at at the beginning of our conversation where there is a reason for why we share a certain video some form Mm. of resonance or some form of tension that we feel Uh, Mm. frankly i do not know because it's just between you and i and actually both of us didn't seem very much more offended by Mm. the caricature um but in some ways we kind of understood the the comedic angle of it um Mm. so for those of you who were offended and are listening to this, please feel free to write into us. We are here mm. not to defend the video, but we're here genuinely to find out what was the response like um, and why was that there that response so we can understand and we can move forward uh, potentially if there are opportunities for us to, to, to represent the profession better. Mm. Yeah, so open chill. <laughs> yeah, I think something also to think about is like, can we acknowledge that sometimes there are some stereotypes that may exist Mm. among social workers like maybe there are certain aspects of us where we respond in a certain way like we do a lot of like mm, i understand understand oh, like i hear you tell me more tell me more you know that kind of thing <laughs> like like other people don't talk like that like, yeah mm. so so i think this is the thing about like is there something about how we present ourselves or like how we speak or communicate that might be a giveaway that we are from the profession or, or is that even something that we need to change you know yeah I, I mean just, I, I don't have a, a straight answer for that I think it's just something to think about yeah so I, I think that's an interesting thing to bring up as well because right now what we see here is that in some ways the professional and the personal identities kind of mix mm. like I just think to myself if someone portrays okay no offense to other professions but let's say if I'm an engineer and someone were to portray an engineer in such a, a light or maybe even a different form of the terminology being used, caricature. Will I be as offended? Probably not so much. Maybe you'll be just be like, oh yeah, okay, uh, that's a fun take on my my job. But for yeah. us, it's but for us, I think social work sometimes hit a bit closer to home because it's an outworking of, of the passion of helping people. And that comes mm. from a very personal domain. It comes from something that's very entrenched deeply. So that was my form of hypothesis when I thought about why people would respond in such a way. And mm. therefore, I think people who responded in such a way are justified to feel what they feel, to mm. stand up for the profession because it naturally tackles uh, or it actually kind of offends the person rather than just the profession itself. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and perhaps not everyone is able to make such a distinction or perhaps not everyone feels the need to make such a distinction as well. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I think when we think about 
why people responded in such a way. That was one of my thought processes behind it. Uh, yeah. Mm. We did look at the comments uh, from the video. Yeah. It sounds like from the general public, like the reaction wasn't, they weren't really reacting to the video mm. per se. It mm-hmm. seemed like it was mostly a lot of social workers mm-hmm. responding and maybe some people just saying that the bloopers were funny. <laughs> right. Actually, I, I didn't watch through that part. The video has been taken down. So I think there's probably some internal um, response. Something that I, I realized is like, really that perhaps in the pre- preparation of this video, there were too many layers of people in between that were just not from the profession. Mm. Like the producer, the actor, the califair, mm. uh, all not from the profession. Yeah. I would imagine that the people from the social service tribe may not also be from directly from our profession. They might be mm. people who are in communications mm. or yeah, um, marketing. Yeah. So, you know, there's so many layers in between. So why not just go straight to someone from the profession mm. that can that can really speak about it more directly? I think yeah. the question that I, I would even think of is I mean, just remembering from the comments, in essence, is I, I will actually wonder, do people even know how to stand up for the profession? Uh, in a way, that resonates with them. Mm. I'm not saying that I do. I'm just trying to say that there is some form of angle I would choose to take to explain the profession. But yeah. what about other people who might have felt some tensions to it? So this, this is a personal gripe that I have that I think I can share. Uh, it's that when people repost certain um, social work things, like could mm-hmm. it be good, could it be bad, or could it be just some form of a, a funny take on social work they, they don't give context as mm. to why that resonates with them so it could be like a, a repost on insta story mm. but my thoughts about it is that how is that shaping the narrative for it's not those, helpful uh, no, it's, 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 i think at that point of time it's neutral okay. and it is left open to interpretation by a general public who doesn't know what social work is yeah and in fact if we repost such things actually will that be good to forward to, to actually bring forth our profession or actually does it kind of continue reinforcing this stereotype of our profession? Mm. And the, the thing that I, I always find challenging to think about is what happens if clients see something like that. Yeah. 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 So, so I, I guess that's this whole new space of social media also, right? Like it's mm. very, I mean, let's all be honest. Like I, all of us share with our friends our social work friends or our colleagues about some of the struggles that we have in the profession of course but then when it comes to liking a certain post or reposting something it kind of leaves a mark there mm. even though you are no longer in that physical space yeah right yeah, yeah. so I, I guess it's also something to think about um, yeah and I, I think like we said we, we came into this conversation knowing that we won't have explicit answers or even the answers that we provide will be very uh, exclusive to us mm. not I even don't think, I don't think there are any answers I, I feel like it's it's a lot of uh, your own personal take on how you interact with the profession through this new space I guess mm. and I'm not saying that we shouldn't interact in that space I mean clearly Dominic and I are interacting in that space right? <laughs> we are putting our our thoughts and opinions <laughs> on the internet in words for I mean they stay there for a while and people listen to it yeah. um, and that is also quite a burden to take on in some way like I mean mm. there's clearly like sometimes like fear in doing that right which is why for example when we were preparing for this particular episode we had kind of like a not uh we didn't have a common understanding on how we should mm. uh, approach the matter 
Yeah. Yeah. So so we're not saying that you should totally avoid sharing your thoughts on the profession online. But yeah. in doing so, like we have to be I think conscious of the impact that it may bring. Yeah, and I think we have to put thought. It helps to put thought and to discuss with other people because I think that brings clarity. Like yeah. I think you should, I think you should have seen the conversation between me and Dominic while we were discussing on Telegram. <laughs> like we were just like I said, we were both had our own opinions and thoughts, but they were just yeah, like yeah, coming yeah. on one another. Yeah. And I think, yeah. yeah, like we kind of said, okay, like we can't continue this conversation. I mean I I understand where you're saying or mm. where you're getting at from all of these things, but we need to like take a break process it a little bit and then mm. like refine the thought right and it's through that process of like refining that we get clarity and we get be able to move forward rather than feel upset or like we just disagree and then yeah. we agree to disagree yeah so like with social media i think the one thing i always am cognizant of is like subjective perceptions that mm. they are all narratives and we contribute to the narratives i think that's unavoidable and whether mm. you choose to contribute from to it from a personal angle or a professional angle, I think both are fine. Uh, mm. Even if you still continue to choose to just to res- re- respond uh, to or like repost certain posts just simply because you resonate with it, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, mm. there's no issue there. Like I take no issue with that. It's just that mm. my choice has been to if I were to have a certain tension with a video and whatnot and I repost it, I kind of put some context or at least my own input as to why I'm reposting it. Yeah, I, I think... Um... Yeah, I think maybe to segue now, which is just more a broad idea of how someone from the general public would have an opportunity to understand what social work is about or what who a social worker is and like what do they do. So I think um, as I was thinking through like the various ways that I have encountered social work, mm. I would say only after uni. I don't remember anything prior to uni, like remembering... <laughs> any social worker in any like media or any newspaper or anything. Yeah, but I think number one, they probably experience us if they are directly receiving a service from a practitioner, mm. right? That's just the most direct form. They are, they are, they are a client mm. and they, they experience you. I think another way that they encounter us is through the media. Yeah, and I think one show in particular, I mean, this is a very extreme example, yeah. but one, one show in particular is, yeah, when there was the remake of the Joker movie and, I, and it's in like the, uh, the second scene after the opening scene so I think the opening scene is like this really tragic bit where he is beaten up right by some people yeah. at his job as a as a clown advertising for something mm. and then I think he sees uh should be a MSW a medical social <laughs> worker um to I guess talk about his emotions yeah. and and he seems to have some sort of uh, condition where he can't stop laughing right I mm. think that's what yeah, so just briefly, Dominic, like when you, I'm sure you've watched The Joker, like what were yeah. your thoughts when you saw this? This guy is presenting so many signs uh, mm. that requires further intervention and I can't believe that there was a response of the social worker. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I remember- but by the way, uh, I just want to disclaim one more time. This is from The Joker, so it's a fictional film. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is not a documentary. And it's, just, and it's also a very like, uh, extreme like everything is very extreme in, yeah, this, yeah. in this movie right yeah it is like it's all I mean we know that it's you really have to suspend disbelief in some sense in this movie yeah, yeah but I remember very okay I don't I remember when I watched it the first time I remember very clearly that they showed that this lady was a social worker mm. and to me that was the first time that I, I had ever seen it so explicit mm. yeah so 
to me, it's like, this is an open, like everyone is like, oh, now everyone's going to remember, this is what a social worker is like from this movie, The Joker. Uh, okay. And like, in the first few minutes of, of, the, of the show. Yeah, so that to me kind of like, I was like, okay, well, we, come on, like we can't, not all social workers are like that, but fairly, like it's a movie. And it's, it's to add to the, the, the sad, sad story of, of the Joker and how the extremes that he goes like, subsequently yeah. into the movie. So like, I was just thinking, what we often see from the Singapore media is very much more uh, bleeding hearts. That's what they would term it, right? Uh, so mm. you just keep giving and giving and giving and giving. Whereas for maybe overseas, I think I've seen a bit more depictions of social workers in other films mm. that are a bit more, okay, yes, most of them fall into the bleeding hearts, but there's also the complete opposite where they're just so disengaged from their work. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I think the reality in our sector is that there is a spectrum mm. uh, of types of social workers. Yeah. Some are really the bleeding hearts. Some are disengaged. The question is what makes for good content? Mm. And if we want to communicate the spectrum, the question then is how do we do it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess most of the time when they are making all of these movies now, they're not really thinking about, oh, well, the social profession think like, <laughs> like how will they react, right? They're just thinking, okay, what will make a good scene that people can remember and add yeah. to the story? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but I think another one that I also saw recently is about um, how maybe like we might also read certain articles through certain more um, viral platforms. Yeah, and certain articles may have quite uh, attention-grabbing language that is used in its titles to draw mm. people in. Mm. And sometimes it might be written by social workers or sometimes it might be written from by academics or maybe um, people from the political scene. And I wonder, like, how much of it is helpful for the profession? Like, should we be having some of these discussions internally, encouraging that internally before we bring that out into the public space? Mm. Yeah, because I also wonder how that would affect people's perception when they approach us for services. Yeah. Maybe the last question that we can really explore is, uh, how as a profession can we add to the narrative or the voice and provide like a more robust and accurate depiction of uh, social work? Mm. Do you have some ideas? Um, yes. So I think for me, right, yeah. one thing that I realized through some of the videos is that we try to do too much in one video. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is that social work is so, so varied. And as I was thinking about this also, that I mean, Dominic and I are both from the FSC setting, mm. right? But there's like so many other settings. Mm. Yeah, and all of these videos try to capture all of that in one video in three minutes, in less than five minutes. Yeah. I think it's not fair. La. Uh, and I don't think anyone can do a good job to do, unless you do. I don't know. I don't know how you'd be able to do that in such a short amount of time. Yeah. So I feel like there should be some, I mean, I don't think this is the responsibility of the media to do that for us, mm -hmm. but I think we need to recognize it. And if there's opportunities for us to share, we, need, we can help to show that diversity to people that may not know anything about the profession. Yeah. What about you? I think for myself, so this is a part where I maybe try and, conc I was thinking of like certain concrete ideas that are a little bit more media-centric and a bit more wacky la, in some ways. Mm -hmm. So you know how we have um, suits, right? That's based oh. on lawyer, yeah. lawyers, right? And then we uh -huh. have like, I think recently I've been watching like New Amsterdam 
which is What's based that? on uh, it's 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 based on uh, on a hospital. So okay. we have, like they follow lives of like doctors. Uh, but this mm-hmm. is really just fiction. Mm. I just think to myself, is it possible for social work to be depicted like that? Mm. Uh, and the reason for why I think about it in that manner is because I think our our work uh, when we really pick up certain highlights are really quite dramatic. Uh, and mm. at that point of time, we can actually showcase different sides of things like supervision, mm. like things like uh, assessment or things mm. like the struggles that we have, like coming back from a session and we're absolutely tired and drained. Uh, mm. or coming back from a session and really celebrating that win. Uh, mm. and, and I think to myself, okay, fair enough. That sounds good, right? But there's always going to be a need for exaggeration, over-dramatization. And I'm just mm. wondering, will I be okay with that? And mm. actually, if you pitch it to me in a fictional form, I'm fine. Yeah. Mm. Or what happens if, okay, I don't think this is very much feasible, but if we have a, like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine kind of thing, but it's more social work based. And then you really go all in in the comedic factor. But in some ways, you kind of bring more awareness to, to, to the profession. Yeah, because I mean, cops don't do that, right? They don't play Jimmy Jab games, right? Yeah. Uh, but what happens is the social work sector does something like that. Or the last thing I was thinking about is a docu-series. Yeah, whereby people are showcased uh, and really their, their journeys are, are tracked and kind of followed along. Uh, but of course, there's going to be huge ethical issues there lah, that private and confidentiality should be kept above all else. So how then do we navigate those kind of things? I guess for the last one, I kind of think about like that CNA documentary that they did on like child protection mm. workers. But mm. even then, like some of my friends that were in child protection work like found issue with how the, the worker questioned the child in a certain <laughs> way. So it's really very like, I mean, it's very hard spectrums, to satisfy everyone. Man, spectrums. Yeah, yeah, it's very hard to satisfy everyone. Uh. I think the media mm. is one thing, but I think mm. most important, right, is that we need to take responsibility of our professional identity mm. and how we share about it with our friends also. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are always also, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm saying I'm not, nothing wrong with complaining about work because we're all human but you know if you could also find the opportunity to share about some of like the joys and some of the the intricacies of the work like maybe you go for a training and then you learn about a new therapy and then you share mm. with the therapy with a friend you know this is like the theory behind it you know it, it's really effective you know I think that also elevates the conversation uh to show an aspect that would probably never be depicted through these videos. Yeah. Right. Like we know that doctors go through years and years of training and then they have all this knowledge about the eye, you know, and they become an eye doctor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, social workers also go through lots and lots of training and you guys become, I mean, we, we become more equipped with like theories that help us and therapies that help us to carry out our counseling skills better. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I think that's something that we can also share. I agree with you on that. I think then when it comes to social media, we all contribute a piece. Mm. And that's the thing that I don't want to be so, you know, oh, I'm just trying to say the, like the, the correct thing. But I frankly do think that if we were to document a little bit more about our thoughts and our emotions, be it good, be it bad, I think that kind of constructs the reality and influences those who see it. And I think in doing so, naturally or hopefully, we see people capturing different glimpses and different facets of our profession, the personal Mm. and the professional portion. 
that is for me the most realistic thing la, to whoever that's listening to this podcast can potentially consider. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think we managed to cover everything in a fairly objective and constructive way. What do you think, Dominic? I think we this is a this is an ongoing conversation, right? And I, even as I as I listen to to myself speak, knowing that there are additional thoughts that we had, I will have mm. additional thoughts as well. Yeah. Mm. On after listening to what I said, I was like, mm. yeah. So this is not a conversation that has a, a like a full stop at the end. It's kind of an ongoing one for me. I, yeah. I guess also like even prior to uh, okay, so just to let everyone know, like we already had this idea to talk about social work in the media before the the two videos came out, and yeah. I think we were thinking more about like in books and movies and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's something that we just have to acknowledge that like we are depicted in these areas, and maybe once in a while, what comes along is something that tickles us the wrong way. Mm. Yeah, and then there's a stronger reaction, but can we not be, to me lah, to me, like can we not be so reactive, um, but also be more proactive in how we want to be part of that conversation? Yeah, so r- rather than only react when the next video comes along, why not we we start now and, and you know, have discussions with our friends who are in the profession and then bring those discussions out uh, as well. Yeah, I yeah. think... I think I like what you said. Uh, even in our work, we use supervision to examine reactions to our cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think innate within that is a lot of sense-making. It's a lot of trying to understand what's going on internally. And I think that some of those reflexivity can be applied to ourselves when we look at media. Uh, mm. Like I said, but this is depending. That's my stance. Because I... I find I can do that. But to someone mm. who kind of wants to respond in a personal level and they find that there's no need to do that, go ahead. I'm perfectly fine. But if I were to urge people to do so or at least consider lah, just so that mm. we can potentially contribute uh, or even resist certain narratives that might be pushed down onto us. I think one mm. last thing I would like to just bring up um, that I forgot to add in uh, in the, the earlier segments is that I think people respond to this because it's not just a matter of misrepresentation of the social work profession. I think it's a matter of valuing it. Like we always, there's, there's some form of innate uh, dissatisfaction when people compare us to volunteers because we know that there's so much more that we do uh, compared mm. to volunteers. And I think it's a matter of value. And there is nothing wrong to fight for our value as a profession. We can continue to advocate for our value as a profession. And that will naturally cascade into other things. I think that's a good note to end on. What book or movie or form of media would you share with a friend if you want them to understand more about our profession? And with that, we come to the end of this episode. Bye-bye. You've just listened to another episode of Social Work Made Accessible. We would love to hear your thoughts on anything that we've shared. You can reach us at swmadeaccessible at gmail.com or drop us a follow and a DM at swmadeaccessible on Instagram. And don't forget to join us in the next episode.